0: Good morning, friends. Today is Saturday, the 11th of May, 2019. We are, of course, in the season of Easter. This is the third week of Easter. I am your friendly host and regular person, Jekka. We are using for our daily office this morning a combination of morning prayer, Rate right 2 from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer, and Enriching Our Worship 1, Supplemental Liturgical Materials. If you hear me slurping my coffee over here while I say prayer with you, please excuse me. have got a lot to do in the hour before I need to leave the house this morning. Jack and I are headed to a conference on healthy family systems within the church, which I think is very necessary and everybody should go to. Just saying. So this is kind of like you're sitting here with me at the table and we're having an awesome conversation with us and all the saints, you know, just the usual. So our readings for today are Psalms 30 and 32, Daniel 6, 16 through 28, 3 John 1 through 15, and Luke 5, 27 through 39. I apologize for not recording yesterday. I'm kind of sorry, not starry. What I did instead was I stopped by my church and said morning prayer with my rector, which is totally awesome. And then I had a nice long chat and I brought communion and healing to a dear friend of mine who's recovering from a procedure. I can't, I'm going to kind of digress for half a second here. This is totally unrelated to morning prayer, but I feel like it's so very important I have a really dear friend who um, owns Beauty Organics, that's organics with an X, in um, East Aurora, and she and I have been having an ongoing chat about how important skincare is, but not in the sense that we usually talk about skincare in our culture. The skin, uh, anything you put on your skin is absorbed directly into your bloodstream. So, those of you who know me in person know that when I went through an illness in 2012 I figured out food and that the food that I was putting in my body was really important and it was probably well it was definitely the source of a lot of health issues for me and for Jack we had some undiagnosed food intolerances that had been misdiagnosed as other things and thank God literally that I figured it out before one and that's a doctor wanted to do a total hysterectomy to prevent what she thought might be ovarian cancer and like all this craziness. So all that to say, I figured out food. Well, I hadn't figured out the largest organ uh, skin yet. And so I've totally like wiped out everything in my skincare closet, everything from the sunblock we wear to the chapstick we put on our lips. Of course, the cream I put on my face. All of that because your skin, with its direct entry, doesn't have much of a filter. And so I just felt like I should take a minute and say, take a look at everything that you're putting on your skin and go find somebody to help you detox your skincare regimen. I think that is equally important, if not more important, to what we're putting in our bodies. So anyway... Sorry for that digression, but we're going to go ahead and get started. We are on page 18 of Enriching Our Worship 1. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Let us confess our sins to God. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ, strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Come, let us worship. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to the Lord a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Oh, come, let us worship. Alleluia. Psalm 30. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and did not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you brought up my soul from Sheol, restored me to life from among those gone down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you, his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may linger for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you had established me as a strong mountain. You hid your face. I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cried, and to the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be gracious to me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have taken off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, so that my soul may praise you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Psalm 32. Happy are those whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Happy are those to whom the Lord imputes no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. While I kept silence, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not hide my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all who are faithful offer prayer to you. At a time of distress, the rush of mighty waters shall not reach them. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with glad cries of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Do not be like a horse or a mule without understanding, whose temper must be curbed with bit and bridle, else it will not stay near you. Many are the torments of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds those who trust in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity as it was in one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Daniel 6, 16 through 28. Then the king gave the command, and Daniel was brought and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you faithfully serve, deliver you. A stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lord's, so that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No food was brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Then, at the break of day, the king got up and hurried to the den of lions. When he came near the den where Daniel was, he cried out anxiously to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you faithfully serve, been able to deliver you from the lions? Daniel then said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths so that they would not hurt me, because I was found blameless before him, and also before you, O king, I have done no wrong. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. The king gave a command, and those who had accused Daniel were brought and thrown into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. Before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Then King Darius wrote to all peoples and nations of every language throughout the whole world, May you have abundant prosperity. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion people should tremble and fear before the God of Daniel for he is the living God enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed and his dominion has no end. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 12 found on page 25 of Enriching Our Worship 1. Glorify the Lord, all you works of the Lord sing praise and give honor forever in the high vault of heaven glorify the Lord sing praise and give honor forever glorify the Lord you angels and all powers of the Lord O heavens and all waters above the heavens sun and moon and stars of the sky glorify the Lord sing praise and give honor forever glorify the Lord every shower of rain and fall of dew all winds and fire and heat Winter and summer, glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify the Lord, O chill and cold, drops of dew and flakes of snow. Frost and cold, ice and sleet, glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify the Lord, O nights and days, O shining light and enfolding dark. Storm clouds and thunderbolts, glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let the earth glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify the Lord, O mountains and hills and all that grows upon the earth. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify the Lord, O springs of water, seas and streams. O whales and all that move in the waters. All birds of the air, glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify the Lord, O beasts of the wild and all you flocks and herds. O men and women everywhere, glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let the people of God glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify the Lord, O priests and servants of the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify the Lord, O spirits and souls of the righteous. Sing praise and give honor forever. You that are holy and humble of heart, glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let us glorify the Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Sing praise and give honor forever. In the high vault of heaven, glorify the Lord. Sing praise and give honor forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The third letter of John the whole thing verses 1 through 15 the elder to the beloved Gaius whom I love in truth beloved I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health just as it is well with your soul I was overjoyed when some of the friends arrived and testified to your faithfulness to the truth namely how you walk in the truth I have no greater joy than this to hear that my children are walking in the truth Beloved, you do faithfully whatever you do for the friends, even though they are strangers to you. They have testified to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on in a manner worthy of God, for they began their journey for the sake of Christ, accepting no support from non-believers. Therefore, we ought to support such people, so that we may become co-workers with the truth. I have written something to the church. But Diatrephes, who likes to put himself first, does not acknowledge our authority. So if I come, I will call attention to what he is doing in spreading false charges against us. And not content with those charges, he refuses to welcome the friends, and even prevents those who want to do so, and expels them from the church. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but imitate what is good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. Everyone has testified favorably about Demetrius, and so has the truth itself. We also testify for him, and you know that our testimony is true. I have much to write to you, but I would rather not write with pen and ink. Instead, I hope to see you soon, and we will talk together face to face. Peace to you. The friends send you their greetings. Greet the friends there, each by name. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 19, found on page 94 of the Book of Common Prayer. The Song of the Redeemed. O ruler of the universe, <laughs> excuse me. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Luke chapter 5, verses 27 through 39. After this he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house. And there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others sitting at the table with them. The Pharisees and their scribes were complaining to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then they said to him, John's disciples, like the disciples of the Pharisees, frequently fast and pray but your disciples eat and drink. Jesus said to them, You cannot make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them, can you? The days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. He also told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and sews it on an old garment. Otherwise the new will be torn and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and will be spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, desires new wine, but says, the old is good. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use the suffrages on page 42 of Enriching Our Worship 1. Help us, O God our Savior. Deliver us and forgive our sins. Look upon your congregation. Give to your people the blessing of peace. Declare your glory among the nations and your wonders among all peoples. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Never forget the lives of your poor. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you, and your favor to those who are true of heart. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your Holy Church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Now is our time for personal prayer and intercessions and for my thoughts on the readings. If there are any of you listening that know that you or your loved ones are on my prayer list, know that my rector of St. John's Grace, um, Reverend John, and I lifted up our voices in prayer and I raised up all of those names personally and individually. I don't generally say names on the podcast just for privacy's sake, but know that those names are written on my heart and pour forth from my lips multiple times every day. So know that you're covered in prayer. I would like to say today, again, some special prayers for healing. There are too many suffering from illness in this world, all kinds of illness, spirit, soul, and body, heart, mind, and will. And so I just, I ask... I ask God that those people feel the hands of Jesus upon them and feel his holy power. Actually, not just those who are suffering with illnesses that we know, but all of us. We are none of us completely healthy. We are all of us sick in some way. And I don't mean that in a way of condemnation or judgment, just that we are human and imperfect. And so there are ways in which we need healing, ways that maybe that we don't even know that are buried so deep that we don't see them until something pulls them out. So God, knowing that you and you alone know the depths of our souls, we ask for your healing all through our spirit, soul, and body, our heart, mind, and will that we may know wholeness and completeness in Christ and be love in the world to each other, to ourselves, to all we encounter. Amen. All right, I'm going to do a quick going over because I've got to get going this morning. I'm still in my PJs and I need to leave the house in 22 minutes. So, um, our psalms this morning... Psalm 30 and 32, here's what I have to say. These are psalms of rejoicing for me. This is remembering the deliverance of the Lord, recognizing the depths that we were in and the heights to which God has brought us. I am thankful. I am personally thankful, and I am thankful for all of God's children. Verse 3 of Psalm 32 particularly, while I kept silence, I'm reminded of the 12-step saying, that you're only as sick as your secrets. This whole... The whole rest of the psalm here to me is is like saying that if you will just lift it up to God, He will help you walk through it. So often we hide things. And I don't know why we think we can hide things from God. But I do it too. There are things that I have done that I am so ashamed of. And that shame... Or that have been done to me. And that shame... It just eats at you. So let's do this. Let's get into a quiet place with God. Let's pray that space. Let's prepare it. Let's make it sanctified and holy with our prayer. and Invite God and God alone into that space. And then pour it all out for God. Pour it all out onto God. And I promise he will transform you and he will relieve you of the burden. Amen our Old Testament reading. Okay. So this one, I kind of love when I'm in like a place where I'm really frustrated and I feel like somebody threw me in a pit with lions. I think maybe some of you have felt that way too. This is like, (laughs) this is kind of my angry prayer. I'm like, yeah, deliver me and let them and everybody they love be eaten. (laughs) And of course, you know, that's well, there's a lot of things for that, but I don't think God minds. And I think that it's very interesting that Daniel was delivered and Jesus was, in the earthly way at least, the way we think of it, destroyed. But which was the greater victory? Not that I'm comparing, but I mean, Christ conquered death. So even when it looks like a defeat here on earth, even when it feels like the darkest, deepest destruction ever there is redemption and restoration it's still okay to pray that your enemies get thrown into the pit and eaten by lions I'm cool with that, God's cool with that and he works with it our New Testament reading um, Third John this is a prayer that I have for Jack Um, and it's not literal children, but, yeah, okay, let's hang on to that. It's not literal children here. It's children of God, and we are fathers and mothers to more than those that we actually gave birth to, just as our fathers and mothers were more than those that gave birth to us. I pray for all of God's children that we walk in the truth and that those who parented them physically, spiritually, or otherwise, may have the joy of knowing that they walk in the truth. Amen and praise God. Maybe that's especially important to remember as we come up to Mother's Day. You guys know I'm estranged from my um, family of origin, particularly from my mother. I didn't mean for my entire family of origin to be the collateral damage when I broke up with my mom. That's kind of the way it went, although... I've been offered a blessed opportunity to to reconcile um, and God's been preparing me for that but I do not feel called to re-engage with a toxic relationship. So Mother's Day uh, has been in the past sometimes kind of tough. Not entirely. I mean, I'm so blessed to have my my awesome son who bought me a surprise present yesterday which I'm really excited about. But there's always been kind of a bittersweetness there, a longing for, a longing for the imaginary perfect mother that I didn't have. Right? In so many ways, God's redeemed that for me. I'm going to celebrate Mother's Day today with many people, or today, tomorrow. Sorry, with many people, uh, my son, my biological son I mean my church my dear, dear friend uh, who is a motherly figure in my life and who shares my birthday uh, 25 years apart, I think. And so I am so blessed to have tangible reminders that God gives us what we need. I may not have gotten everything I needed to grow up healthy and with a good example from my, my biological mom, but God put other people in my life who filled that role for me. And I used to really beat myself up that my son doesn't have a biological father. But God's done well. God helped me parent him in a, in a balanced, the best balanced way I could. God helped me. With God's help, I was able to to be a lot of the things that we think of as traditional mother and father roles, right? I'm the disciplinarian, and I'm also the nurturer. I'm strength, and I'm also um, kindness and compassion and consolation and all of those things. And, And God's also helped me be very intentional about people that I placed in Jack's life to safely fill that role for him. Um, and to turn away those who were not going to be safe people for him. So I'm thankful for the mothers and fathers that God places in all of our lives, and I'm thankful for the ways in which he allowed me to be mother and father to my son and to others. So thank you for that. Moving on to the gospel reading... I'm going to focus right in here on verse 32. I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Relationship with Jesus is not a reward for those who have lived, quote unquote, and we've so misappropriated this word, righteous lives. Those quote unquote righteous people are probably the ones least likely to hear the voice of God because they're not open to it. It is trite but absolutely true that in our time of greatest crisis, we are broken open. We are ripe and ready to receive. Praise God that we may hear him And listen to his voice. And know him. And have deep personal relationship with God. Amen. Let's close. We're going to say together the general thanksgiving on page 101 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, Father of all mercies. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.